Good morning and welcome to episode 98 of the Dumb Marks Podcast. I'm here with uh, Donald and Jason. How you guys doing today? Slowly climbing. Doing good, doing good. Here. We are climbing, yep. man. Mm-hmm. Couple, couple more weeks, getting to triple digits. Two-year anniversary coming up. It's going by fast. It is. Yeah. Seemed like the one-year anniversary just happened. <laughs> yeah. Really does. Mm-hmm. So everybody's week going. Good. Tiring. You know, work was really beastly this week. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Yep. Getting set up for Christmas. <laughs> it's the season, right? Mm-hmm. Always. <clears throat> That's what I saw this week. You know, we kind of talked in Smash and Trash a few weeks ago about pumpkin spice stuff. You know, people starting to release it. I saw, I think it's Krispy Kremes sometime this month. They're going to start releasing their fall menu you know so it's like all the pumpkin spice stuff will be back like at coffee shops and all that like within a matter of weeks it's like stop it's, yeah it's still <laughs> summer like everything pumpkin spice is trash anyway so <laughs> stop i know some of our uh, halloween friends they're already beginning to decorate their house for halloween <laughs> Like, <laughs> I get it. There's no real holiday between now and, and Halloween. You know, it's mm-hmm. like Labor Day is not a, like a holiday holiday. You know, so I'm like, about to be that guy like, hey, let Labor Day pass first. Let's <laughs> <laughs> Can we decorate for Labor Day first? <laughs> Let me get the flags up before I throw the Halloween spider web and everything up. <laughs> but, uh, mm-hmm. like, yeah, but I, I'm the same way. It's like one at a time. You know, like for me... Halloween starts October first. It runs the whole month. You know, it's October, and then then November rolls around. Thanksgiving time. Uh-huh. Thanksgiving, <laughs> then you can start Christmas. Let's see, for me, the uh, Halloween starts. Halloween starts for me uh, September first. Okay. For me, Halloween does. starts Halloween night. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't don't do all. As you can see, I'm not a decorator. I don't do that shit. <laughs> Not Christmas, none of that. The day of, that's when we celebrate. Shit goes away. We start all over. That's it. There's no Christmas time. It's Christmas Day. <laughs> yeah, I, like people that like the day after Thanksgiving, you know, Black Friday shopping, and you know they they want the Christmas music on and all that kind of stuff. It's like no, maybe I'll listen to Christmas music the week of Christmas. Mm-hmm. But that's oh, not yeah. Yeah, and Christmas for me starts uh, December twentieth. It always starts December twentieth for me. It starts as soon as you play Silent Night by the Temptations, <laughs> and I haven't heard it in the past three years. So Christmas ain't come yet. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that that's happened organically. Don't start putting stuff on my feed. Like here, listen to this. No, <laughs> out nowhere. Just it just gotta happen on the radio. radio. Yeah, I, can't, yeah. I can't press play. Nobody can press play for me. That's happening. <laughs> I think we talked about it in the past too. That it's like here in Pittsburgh, the official start of Christmas is whenever you see the Eaton Park or Christmas tree commercial too. So, <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, not for me. <laughs> December but I yeah, it's yeah. it's still August. We don't need to dive too much into Christmas and, and all the other mm-hmm. holidays. But um, big week in in TV. I thought you know, kind of coming off Comic Con still with with some news. Um, 
a couple of things that that I saw that kind of interested me. Uh, see what you guys think of it. Morning, Kenny. Morning. How you doing today? Morning. Um, <laughs> not yet. We'll see if he joins in today. He may do the run in. We'll yeah. tap an X on the button. <laughs> do, the, do, do the voice of God again this week. <laughs> um, kind of the big, big TV news that I saw this week that really surprised me was that NBC is moving Days of Our Lives to Peacock this fall. So no more Days of Our Lives on TV. You know, and the past, I'd probably say 10 years, you know, uh, soap operas really have been uh, on the microscope with TV networks and getting canceled um, mm-hmm. or being, you know, some moved to other networks briefly before getting canceled. But Days still gets picked up. Um, to me, and I want to see what you guys think about this. To me, this is kind of like the nail in the coffin for them. Because whenever I think of people going on to Peacock, it's not our age group. Or, or, or it's not, you know, someone that wa- might watch days on daytime TV. It's our age group watching on Peacock. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like for the grandma, grandmas out there that are watching it during the day, like, are they going to tune into Peacock? <laughs> and I don't know what their audience is. You know, I don't know what the demographics of, of Daisy's audience is these days. So maybe, maybe they feel the Peacock is the right move for them, but because they have had some specials on there. So maybe the audience is there, but I don't know, to me, it just seems odd. Yeah, it, it does. I remember whenever uh, Passions moved from NBC and their contract got canceled, they got picked up by DirecTV and basically that was the end of Passions yeah. there because nobody didn't have DirecTV, you know, their video thing at that time or satellite TV, how it is now with like YouTube and all that stuff. So once they went on there, they lost their whole audience. So yeah, I, yeah, I, Definitely agree with you. Like once they move to you know a digital app or something like that, that's the beginning of the end. Is there any more left other than days? There's Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, and General Hospital. I mean, yeah. that are still yeah. running on TV. Oh, they're on TV. Yeah, TV, okay. TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is probably the only one that's on NBC, right? I don't know. If yes, it is. Okay. Well, that's it. This was the last one. Mm-hmm. And they're all they're getting what replaced with is what like the Today Show I saw or something like they're that. Probably Today Show, the Fifth Hour, or yeah. another talk show, because everybody has a talk show now. It, it, it's not, it's not like somebody. It's not a syndicated talk show. I know that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be like one of their shows. It's like in the just like is that really going to get more ratings? But yeah, or uh, or like the first take Fifth Hour or uh, Get Up Third Hour. Yeah. <laughs> This was ahead of a time with the with the budget cuts. <laughs> That's all I've been seeing this week: budget cuts, <laughs> rebranding. Yeah, seen a lot of budget cuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially from WB. <laughs> so, so that was the other one. You know, it's mm-hmm. like uh, since the Warner Brothers Discovery merger happened, you know, a lot of things are changing. You know, they did officially announce this week because everybody assumed that once Warner Brothers and Discovery merged that HBO and Discovery Plus would probably merge together and form like one mega app instead of having two separate apps, like a bundle like mm-hmm. Disney does. Um, and it was announced this week that at some point, and I think they're looking at summer 2023 right now, that HBO Max and Discovery Plus will merge together. Um, this September, uh, one of Discovery Plus's 
um, kind of like uh, flagships from the launch of it was the Magnolia Network, um, which I don't watch Discovery Plus, so I don't I don't know what's all on there. Um, but that's going to be going to be on Discovery Plus and HBO Max at the same time. So there's going to be some things that might get incorporated before the official merger next summer. Mm-hmm. But um, officially next summer, they will merge the two apps together. So they didn't say um, if there's going to be tiers to it, like if or like if it's just going to be one price, mm-hmm. anything like that. Um, that's all, all of that's still to be determined. Um, but with that, Warner Brothers Discovery is canceling a lot of shows. And this has been for a number of weeks now. This isn't anything new. But one of their biggest things that they're starting to cancel are HBO Max original movies, one of them being Batwoman. And that was kind of like the big the big story this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said what it was done. It was in what post production? Yeah. And they spent ninety million dollars on it and just canned it like that. Yeah. Like shocking. They said that put shockwaves through like the film industry. And then I heard they canceled Supergirl too. Oh, because they were going to be doing the the Supergirl movie. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, it doesn't bother me that they're canceling these. Like, either one wasn't anything that I was really super excited about. Um, you know me and DC movies as it is right now. So. <laughs> it just it just bothers me. It, it bothers me because it's it's done. Okay. Yeah. So I'm always going to be like, hey. It's done. Just throw I it out. See there. What happened. Like, I want to see if it was good or not. Show it to me. I don't want to. Yeah. It's going to be like the Snyderverse. <laughs> you only so, clamoring until they drop it like <laughs> years later. So, and with this, I don't know how this works, um, but somehow they get a tax cut or tax break off of this by eliminating the movie. And that's what they're going with. It's some sort of tax credit. They're of course. Canceling it. But with that, because they're getting money back for, I guess, like reimbursing a little bit of the money that they lost, this can never be seen ever. Like it can't ever be sold. It can't be sold to to Disney. It can't be sold to you know another company like to, to show like this. Like if they get this money for it, it's just they're probably going out back and just burning everything just because no one can ever see it ever again. Yeah, there'll be that one employee who have a copy <laughs> and, and put it on on the internet. And everybody gonna have it. Watch it. Will come out. It will. Yeah. <laughs> we thought that and, the Snyder Cut was never gonna come out, but it came out. Maybe there is a time limit on that too. You know, maybe they can't release it for X amount of time. But from what I saw, it's, it said yeah, they can't release it. They can't put it on streaming. They couldn't. They couldn't sell it to another company to to release it because they're getting money back. They can't make money off of it. So, and for all that, they should have just released it. I took the money. Yeah. Off. yeah. Mm-hmm. If it's going to be like all these, you know, hoops and jumps and stuff, no, just just, just release it. It's done. <laughs> like your project is finished. Show it to the people. But to me, it's like you know, I as much as I love, I always say, as much as I love DC Comics growing up as a kid because that's what I followed. And we talked about that a little bit last week with the death of Superman. You know, the DC movies just don't entertain me. So I'm sitting there thinking, it's just like, how bad was Batwoman that they just were like, you know what, fuck it. <laughs> it being original, I don't think it would have been that bad. I don't think you would have had too many hands in it. Yeah. So anything that's an original, you think, is going to be... I mean, original, yeah. like, straight to max? Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You won't have high expectations, and then there won't be too many people with their own input mm-hmm. and their own liberties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
with that, it was also announced this week that Warner Brothers Discovery is planning on doing another overhaul of the DCEU. You know, so we've had this in the past where, you know, it started, things got a little shaky, they kind of changed up the whole uh, upper office, you know, the writing teams and all that in the past, you know, they brought... When it started, they didn't have anybody comic-wise. It was just all movie people working on it. And then they were like, okay, that didn't work. So then they changed, and they brought in all comic writers. And then that still didn't fucking work. <laughs> so this is try number three. We're going to get three more Batman movies, huh? <laughs> so or part of it, Yeah, like, some of it, like, what came out of Comic-Con was everybody was a little surprised that Ben Affleck is in the new Aquaman movie. Yeah. You know, so it's like, it seems like... um the Batman isn't part of the DCEU, which isn't surprising because that I, kind of feels more like that Joker universe than it does the DCEU. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're gonna have oh the movie The Batman. Yeah. Yeah, oh, the one with Robert Pattinson. Okay. Yeah, so it feels like Pattinson, it's by itself. Yeah, Pattinson won't be Batman in the DCEU. He's just the Batman, and that's it. <laughs> just like Joaquin Phoenix is the joke is Joker in that, and that's it. Why does it have to be my favorite universe? (laughs) (laughs) So it's like there's they yeah, they did say that they're gonna they're refocusing, they want to put a better plan in place, and I hate that they referenced Marvel whenever they talked about this. They said they want to put a better plan in place to to make it more like Marvel. It's like, no, just be your own. Don't focus on what makes their like if you want to focus on like because, like, I always talk about that I like Shazam. Like, to me, that's one of my favorite DC movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, be- and for me, that was one of my favorites because it kind of felt a little marvelish. You know, it gave you a little bit of everything. It gave you the drama, the comedy. You know, it, it wasn't overly dark like so many, like Man of yeah. Steel and, and some of them. Um, and it's like, okay, it's like it was, it was an entertaining movie after I, after I stopped watching it. And I, I, I just don't like whenever they try to be... To me, if they're trying to be like Marvel, it's not. This isn't going to work either. No. Just like with wrestling, they say keep your eyes off the competition. Yeah. Trailblaze your own path. Yeah. Because if you keep looking at the competition, you're never going to uh, uh, complete your objectives, which you have to do. You're always counter counter reacting to what the competition is doing. Yes. And. If they just focus on themselves, I think. I I think that the that the DC movies have potential. They have great stories. It's just, it's fucking Warner Brothers. Like, <laughs> how can <laughs> Warner Brothers not make a good franchise? <laughs> like, like they have the re- they have the resources. It's there. Mm-hmm. You know, they own just like you know. Like Disney had to buy Marvel to do these movies years ago. Warner Brothers bought DC Comics, so it's not like this is a new venture for them. They've had this in their pocket for years. By now, they should be so much better than what they are. Like they came out with original Superman in what in seventy eight. That was a good movie. They came out with Batman. What was that? Eighty nine or ninety? Eighty nine. Eighty nine. Eighty nine. Okay, that was a good movie. You can do it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, well. (laughs) We'll see. 
They said they got a 10 year plan. I don't have 10 years in me to be waiting for them. So, but you had 10 years for uh, the other one because I was younger then. I'm <laughs> <laughs> on a 20 year plan right now. So. <laughs> yeah, I was younger. I'm older now. <laughs> Marvel and Comic Con, they usually release, you know, the that phase plan. They were like, you know what, we're gonna give you this plan and the next plan. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> like, geez, like, 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 I might retire by the time Marvel's phases are done. <laughs> yeah. Like, you didn't know that whenever they started this, this whole stuff, that it was gonna be lifelong, you know, entertainment out of it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's everything that I had for TV. Do you guys have seen any? thing this week i just saw uh, jake gyllenhaal is going to be the star of uh roadhouse the remake movie so they're doing roadhouse again and jake gyllenhaal is going to be dalton in it so we'll see how that goes roadhouse is the the movie that don't need remade anyway so that's such an roadhouse (laughs) yeah that just that, that just screams 80s (laughs) <laughs> it does. Like, Leave the eighties and eighties. It, it yeah. does. The movie was perfect yeah, enough. It, it, yeah, it was perfect enough. They don't yeah. need that. <clears throat> That's all. That's all entertainment wise. Good. Jason, you got anything? All right. Should we get into Bell to Bell? Let's go. All right, busy week in the world of pro wrestling. Uh, last Saturday was SummerSlam. Uh, we got together to watch it. What'd you guys think? Love Becky and Bianca. That's probably the match of the night. But I was highly, highly entertained by Roman and uh, Brock. That's what I, it was. It was a good WrestleMania or a good uh, SummerSlam, but it was more entertaining. Than it was like, you know, for great matches. You had more moments and more entertainment in there. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed it. Someone asked me the other day, you know, what I thought of it. And I said, they hadn't watched it yet. So they go, what yeah. should I go back and watch? I was like, honestly, I was like, watch the opening match, Bianca and Becky, and watch the outcome of that, and then go right to the main event. Like, is it, you don't really need to... gloss over everything. <laughs> everything for in the middle. Me, for me, that was that was it. I mean, and I and I jokingly said after you know Bailey returned and we got that segment, I was just like, well, we can probably go home, you know, because <laughs> it's not going to get better than that. And honestly, for me, it didn't get better than that. You know, it's like I enjoyed the main event, yeah, you know, but. Like if I if I would have stopped right then and there, been like, cool, I'm good. Like I didn't need to go back and I didn't need to go back and really watch much other than the main event. Mm-hmm. I didn't mind uh, the, the the Logan Paul stuff because Logan Paul looked better in the ring than he did uh, did Dominic did in two years. So I saw memes about that this week. He got it. Too. <laughs> Oh, I'm a fan now. He did that, that splash to the table. I'm a fan. Yes. Just Logan send Paul. him. If, yeah. If they send him down to NXT and let him develop, I see potential in the kid. That's not happening. 
So from what I understand, yeah, of course he's not doing that. Yeah. So from what I understand, this isn't going to be like Ronda, where Ronda came in and yeah. was on, hey. on full time. Morning. Um, yeah, Ronda came in, was on full time week after week after week after week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You make a good point. Yeah. Um, it looks like he did his SummerSlam thing, and then he's taking a break because he's going to go train for a fight now, and then he'll probably he'll probably be back. So my guess is we probably won't see him till till Royal Rumble. The Rumble. Okay. That's fine. I could be wrong. That's not what I saw, but that's just my guess. So mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. don't shove it down our throats. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah, he don't need to be on there all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wasn't. Whenever he got signed, I was like, I don't need him. So, like that that didn't do anything for me. But you know, you saw like the, he was in Madison Square Garden a couple of weeks for Raw. So that was kind of like a, a picture that went viral. Was um, he was on one side of MSG for the Raw advertisement, and then his brother had an advertisement on the other side of MSG. So like that was kind of like you know they were talking about like oh the brothers are co-promoting. Yeah, yeah <laughs> both getting. Uh, both getting promoted here outside of MSG. It's like so. I think that's all it's for, you know. They just see some some outside uh, promotion getting done for for WWE with him. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You never know. <laughs> uh, under Vince, he might have, but yeah. not now. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it was so good to see Bailey back. Yeah, so yeah, very good to see Bailey. Yeah, very good to see her back. Uh, after Bianca won, um, Bailey came out, and not only did she come out, Dakota came out, and EO Sky now came out. They all caps EO Sky. Yeah, E Y O. They changed yeah. that too. So. <laughs> they got to change those stadium entrants. I'm tired of the the corner yeah. one. Yeah, the bend because it killed everything. <laughs> yeah, I don't, you like don't get that, that moment. You got to wait for them to come around the the bend to get the face off. Like that's too much. Give me the straight. We get the surprise straight on the ramp. You don't have to see through the crowd. Over the crowd, it's an EO graphic in the corner. Like, yeah. <laughs> Fix the logistics of that. Give and me the long the thing, ramp the thing I didn't understand about that was it wasn't a sold out stadium. Mm-hmm. Okay, like you saw the pictures that half of the stadium they just tarped off. So, why wouldn't you do a set? <laughs> like you could do that. Like you don't have to make it yeah. give it that look. But I don't know. I thought there was because I didn't like. Yeah, I don't like that little set like they used for uh, for that they used it last year for SummerSlam. They've used it like Rumble at the yeah. the baseball, baseball stadium too. Yeah, yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Like you can do better. Like have them come from instead of coming from the dugout, come from the outfield. Build the, the set outfield. out there. Yeah, yeah. And your tone is like it's like inset in the bleachers. Yeah. yeah. So you're not getting yeah. So you get lost. Yeah, it, it gets yeah. lost in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like no one, no one really inside the baseball stadium, unless you're on the floor, like right by the entrance, is getting a good view of this of the stage. Mm-hmm. You know, so. And it's not like they didn't do football stadiums before. Look at WrestleMania. Yeah. They yeah. have the big ramp just come straight out mm-hmm. so everybody can see. And I can see no one to do a huge stage, you know, for some ramp, the budget cuts. <laughs> <laughs> but 
yeah, it's like I, I just felt they could have done better on that. But I really, yeah, for me, the highlight of SummerSlam was uh, Bailey, Dakota, and EO coming out. Um, I'm surprised that the people latched on to heal Bailey right away. Not latched on, but it's like she jumped right back into heal Bailey with the fans. Like I was expecting like a pop and you got to force her to be healed to get the fans over, you know, like, like Becky out. I, I wasn't expecting it. Okay. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. expecting not to work with that a little bit, but no, they, they to it. Like, yeah. oh, she's, she's still heal Bailey. Okay. Yeah. You got, you got a new guy at the top. Got to keep it consistent. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I wasn't expecting the fans to latch on. I mean, I knew she was going to be healed. Yeah. I was expecting the fans to need to like do some time to turn. Uh, maybe when you come back attacking everybody, I don't do it. <laughs> and you know, Bailey ended up posting on social media afterwards, you know, doing uh, Janet Jackson's control lyrics. So there's rumor that the group's going to be called Control, but they haven't really come out and said that or given it a name yet. So we'll see mm-hmm. what they're working on. Um, I, I'm here for it. You know, what they did Monday, I thought was really good. Um, because for me, at least Monday after SummerSlam, like I watched all three hours and I was pretty much entertained for the majority of the show. Like mm-hmm. sat there, watched it, and <laughs> don't you know the last time I said that about three hours on Monday Night Raw, but, you know, <laughs> was entertained by it. You know, I enjoyed, I thought there was a lot of stuff that went on. Um, the different styles of matches, the talent used, I enjoyed. <laughs> Um, I don't know. It, it, people seem, I don't know if it was because it was the Raw after SummerSlam or if maybe a combination of things, the Raw after SummerSlam. It was also maybe Triple H's first Raw, you know, in, in control. Mm-hmm. You know, people tuned in for it, had the highest yeah. ratings since uh, before the pandemic started. So, you know, they, they, they reached over that 2 million mark, which for the longest time, that's. SmackDown territory, not Raw territory. Two million people. So, I believe it was H H influence that people want to see mm-hmm. if anything changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got any questions? What's up, always, always Dominic. Always Dominic. <laughs> uh, I was and I saw see... this year was his third SummerSlam already. 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 Mm-hmm. Yep. I went back and checked it. My low was the uh, the finish to to the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, the controversy. Okay. Yeah, I can get that. That was my low. Mm-hmm. Uh, my low was uh, probably Edges coming out, and that it was like, how many times do we have to see you in come the, out and just do a spear and this and that in the boots? Like, I mean, come on. They were like, this is getting like repetitive, repetitive, repetitive mm-hmm. with, with him. Mm-hmm. It, it, it really is. My, my complaint about that was that it didn't tie in, and I said this on Saturday, it didn't tie in the video packages. So the video packages stopped this week. You know, we didn't see those. So you know that that yeah. ha- had to have been for Edge coming back. But they did nothing to, to show that that was going to be Edge. You know, yeah. like I, I get like not coming out and saying Edge is returning tonight. You know, you don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. But you know, if they would have just done a brief, like, couple second clip before he came out to tie in that video package, 
then that they probably did. It was just terrible camera cuts. <laughs> you heard the music. They yeah. probably had someone to jumbo join and then they cut back after. That, that's a good point. So maybe the people in the audience knew, but Ken, did you have a low Ken? <clears throat> Yeah, so. yeah, really, other than, I don't know, there wasn't a whole, like, even the, the tag team match, you know, Usos versus Street Profits, it was good, mm-hmm. but I enjoyed their Money in the Bank match better. Yes, you know, a lot whole, better. The whole Jeff Jarrett thing really didn't even that, come into I, play a whole lot. Because I was waiting for the guitar the whole time. The whole time. Yeah, I was, I was definitely expecting shenanigans more than. They set up my expectations and didn't live up to them. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Yes, they did. I think, I think most people. I, I enjoyed what they did with package. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed what they did with the U.S. title on Monday. Mm-hmm. At least put some relevancy back to it. Yeah. You know, just just not a title, just being on and defend it. You know, have somebody work their way to get it. So switching over to Raw. <laughs> thoughts? Well, you already said you enjoyed Raw. Yeah. But, uh, thoughts? They they announced the women's tag team championship tournament next week. Do you have any yeah, yes, they announced that on SmackDown last night. Um, didn't announce any of the teams yet. Um, you know, saying it's going to be a tournament, so. You know, definitely the titles are vacated. People, mm-hmm. The two rumored people come back. Doesn't sound like they're going to come back and be the champions. So, um, it shouldn't. No, yeah. No. Yeah, start fresh. Which, start fresh. Yeah. And it, it's like I was thinking last night. It's like, okay, do they put them in the tournament if they are coming back? Or do they do the tournament and then they show up? You know, say the tournament ends at Clash at the Castle because. Who knows when it'll end right now, but say the new champions are crowned to Clash of the Castle. Do Sasha and Naomi come out to Clash of the Castle with replica belts or something? I don't know. You know I, like we never I'd lost like the year. I'd like that better. Go on. We could play that like that. But I expect to see uh, EO and uh, maybe EO and Dakota. As and that, techs. Yeah. And that's what I was thinking. It's like whenever they came out. You know, definitely wasn't. As soon as they came out, it's like, okay, here we go. They, now we got to have trios on NWWE. <laughs> <laughs> like, we all need another set of tag titles here, but it's like, okay, Bailey can be the focus as the champion. Yeah. And they could have the tag titles. So mm-hmm. I was hoping they brought up NXT women, you know, bolster the roster more. You know, with Triple H in charge now. Maybe. Maybe on SmackDown. Maybe once Mandy loses, Toxic Attraction will be on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Like they used to do, like what they did with um, who was it, the Ride Squad, and um, mm-hmm. I, I forget the other when they bought them both up at the same time mm-hmm. and one on each show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have you have Bailey's group, who's technically heel. Fans are gonna love them, you know, just for who they are, but they're, yeah. they're gonna be a heel group. Like yeah. you said, and if you bring Toxic Attraction up, they're a heel group. So yeah, it would make more sense to have one on each show than for both of them to be on a on Raw together mm-hmm. because they're not going to feud. You know, one of them would have to mm-hmm. turn to feud. So 
Yeah, I'd, I'd much rather see. That would that would be good. I mean, I think I, Bailey could be on any show and and be the star of it. So it doesn't matter which program she's on. I think Raw is the better fit for her right now because I think they are trying to right the ship on Raw more than SmackDown at the moment. Um, it's just, it's, it feels like Raw has all the power, all, all the star power. Well, well yeah. uh, SmackDown has the network. Yeah. <laughs> and they got Roman. Sad to say, but. Yeah. <laughs> but if they want to bring Roman on Raw, they put Roman on Raw. You know, it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. it's part of the thing, too. It's like. Yes, yeah, it seems like nobody's them. bound by, you know, yeah, it seems yeah. like nobody's bound by, you know, a show. Mm. Like if they want you to do on the show, they'll put you on the show. Because definitely the go home show was, you know, being in Madison Square Garden, that was all hands on deck, like we talked about last yeah. week. You know, like there wasn't a brand split for that show. It was just okay, whoever whoever can be here, you're here. For that, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, so what you guys think about the main event? Roman and Brock and how it will play out with everything that happened last night. I I like the main event. I mean, it definitely got people talking. You know, I think that's the point of pay-per-views. You're supposed mm-hmm. to talk about the show after it, and that got people talking about it. I felt yeah. it. Uh, I didn't love the ending to it. Um, it I just I just felt like it was it was a sl- slow ending to the point mm-hmm. of. You know, it's just okay. We're gonna hit them and then count. We're gonna hit them, then we're gonna count. We're gonna hit them, then we're gonna count. It's like, okay, can we do something? Like, can you do something to like make sure the count stays instead of just piling shit on them? I enjoyed it because it wasn't a Brock match. It wasn't yeah. the typical. We're gonna get in there and suplex ten suplexes and then sweat to death. <laughs> Everybody was going to death last week. Yeah, it was pretty finished. <laughs> Yeah, it looked like yeah. he was having fun, mm-hmm. you know, which which we always talk about on here that when Brock's having fun, so much more enjoyable. Yeah, um, we still don't know what the the official fallout was, and we probably won't know for a while. You know, the whole situation on SmackDown after Vince retired, mm-hmm. you know, the supposed walkout. So maybe things are calmed down. It looked like he was having fun for that show. Um, I did notice a couple of people talked about, you know. He was tipping his hat a few times, like he kind of he did that on SmackDown, and everybody said, "Okay, he was probably tipping his hat to Vince." Um, people noticed that he was tipping his hat on SmackDown. Everybody kind of thought, "Well, was that his nod that that was his last match?" You know, so we don't know. Um, he can ride off into the sunset for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If that was it, I think that's a good match to go out on in a way, um, because it was an entertaining match. What else is there really for Brock to do? I mean, the only person they have really had for him is Roman. You know, until they, I don't know, until they set somebody else up, I I don't know what else there really is for him. I don't want to see him in Drew again. No. No, No, that's done and over. (laughs) I mean, they hit it towards last Monday, but I don't don't need it. Mm -hmm. I mean, if, if he's off until WrestleMania, I'm okay with that. You know, I don't need him coming out for the rumble. Go back to just being a track and not a yeah, yeah, week, yeah, yeah. So yeah, if they would set up something for somebody like because you have time now, like okay, whoever they would put him against, I'm not even going to speculate anybody, but you have 
you know, August <laughs> through through April to build somebody up now. It's like you have mm-hmm. the time, you know, like don't just throw something together and I don't know. It was oh <laughs> I do know what we were talking about last week is you're definitely gonna be getting some Brock action figure with, with the tractor. To purchase that at eventually, some eventually, <laughs> eventually. I like how um, Theory teased it, teased the money in the bank, yeah. which is perfect. Yeah. That's good enough for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good enough for me and all that stuff. And I like how they didn't have him on any of the shows this week either. Rumor was he had uh, a family member pass away. He took the week off, but mm-hmm. I, I think that for what happened at SummerSlam with the tease and him getting F5'd, okay, sell it now. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. him yeah. getting beat with the briefcase by Roman. Yeah. <laughs> Roman beating Brock with it. It was like, yeah, that's a good, quote-unquote, you know, time off. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I actually would have liked to seen them do a little bit more against him. Yes, same here. Because you know? mm-hmm. I felt like they kind of, like, yeah, hit him with a briefcase, and that was it. You know, I'm like, he was put to the side pretty quickly, <laughs> but the tease was exactly what I wanted. So you want this to be every Monday routine, huh? Where you're just getting beat down by the roster? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, because you'll eventually win it. Yeah, because if you have him get beat down too much, then it's whenever he does win it, it's going to be like he's a comical heel and not a serious mm-hmm. heel. And I think that's I think that was the problem originally with Miz that he was a comical heel when he first won it all mm-hmm. those years ago that, you know, mm-hmm. his girl getting angry and everything. It's like, you didn't take him serious at that point. You know, it's like, it's like even after he won at WrestleMania, it's like, you didn't, you still didn't take him. Like he was able to beat John Cena at WrestleMania. You know, and as much as I enjoy the Miz. <laughs> 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 um, I need a one-on-one street fight between Rhea and Dominic and her just whoop his ass. That, that's the one match I need to see of Dominic. <laughs> you, you want a pink slip match. <laughs> yeah. That's, I don't even need a pink goes slip home match. Or, yeah, demoted back to NXT. Yellow slip match. <laughs> NXT, but I, I just need to see her. Like, I think... Uh, she had put uh, Dominic in a leg lock in the ring this week. Like, like her legs wrapped around his neck. Yeah. And then late, that night on Twitter posted uh, Dominic living everybody's best life out here. <laughs> 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 so with uh, what happened at the ending of SmackDown last night, do you think Karrion Cross is going to be the man to knock Roman off eventually? That... All week long, that was the rumor. Karrion Cross is going to return to WWE. I don't think mm-hmm. anybody saw being last night. <laughs> I was shocked. Um, I, I, didn't see I, I was rumors. shocked. I, I mean, I didn't see him coming at all. I didn't like, see those rumors because I'm pretty sure I blogged that name <laughs> off, my, okay. off my, my pages. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was. I, I, said I did that see now, the before I watched it, though. So Okay. Maybe Unfortunately, kind of- Steve's not here, and Steve is a, car- a big Karrion Cross fan. You know, Steve yeah. has liked him before WWE, liked him in NXT, liked him. You know, was a, was trying to be a fan of on his main roster build, even though you know we all know how bad that was. Um, I've never been that Karrion Cross fan. You know, I think he has a look. I think he is okay in the ring. I've just never been a hundred percent sold on him yet. Yeah. 
I did enjoy him more in NXT than I enjoyed him on the main roster. Oh, of course. Um, I enjoyed him more on the main roster. <laughs> because you're because you're more than just uh you're you gotta prove you're more than just the entrance and a valet, yeah. you know. And I'm true. And I and and I'm glad all that is back. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. as soon as as soon as they you know they did the black and white and all of that, you know, I was cool with that. Um don't understand the whole thing why he attacked Drew. You know, he definitely did seem like to attack Drew to stare at Roman, so I guess like maybe play like I'm getting this obstacle out of my way because I'm coming for you. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Scarlet brought in the, the hourglass and, you know, that Roman's time is coming. Um, it shocked me. It really shocked me that because uh, last night for SmackDown, I enjoyed it. Like wasn't as good as raw. I didn't think I felt raw was the better show out of the two this week. Um, but I liked that, you know, with on raw, they gave a lot of time for the women. You know, like it was spread out. Mm-hmm. This on SmackDown, they gave a lot of time for women. It just was in one chunk. Yeah. And so, you know, it was, I like that they did that, you know, and I don't think you'll get that every week because it was a gauntlet match. So I think maybe next week on SmackDown will be more spread out. Um, but I enjoyed the matches for the most part. I enjoyed a lot of the talent that was used. Um, but getting to Car- when Karrion Cross came out, I wasn't expecting that. And it gave something for SmackDown. I felt last night like that was mm-hmm. a good way to end it. And... Yeah, I did. I I did like it. Um, it probably put the tea leaves in that Drew's not winning against Roman at Clash of the Castle, <laughs> which is fine with me. Yeah, which is fine with me. But it gives um another quote unquote young talent. You know, gives them more of a spotlight because yeah. Drew's old news to me, like completely old news. No. So. Yeah, when he got beat up on, I was like, okay, this is cool. And then I'm all for seeing a cross and Roman match. Definitely interested in seeing that. Wouldn't know who I'm going to win. How soon do you give that match, though? I don't want to see it be, because if we're doing Clash of the Castle in September, you know, there's probably going to be a pay per view in October. Um, It could be Great Balls of Fire in. uh... I'll give it a rumble. End of September. I, I don't care. I'll give <laughs> I'll give a Roman and Cross and Rumble because I think in that Drew's gonna lose to Roman and Drew and Cross is gonna have a little beef after what happened last night. So yeah. That should take them into Rumble. Okay. Because yeah, you know Roman's probably not gonna be on TV after Clash of the Castle for a brief time. That would be at least be my guess that he'd probably take a little break. Um That's interesting. I didn't know that. It's that would be, a, but then you build up. You have to build somebody up to beat Roman just to get beat quickly. No, uh, I don't see. There's, there shouldn't be a transitional champion with both these belts. It being a universal belt. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm, I'm taking it. If you win, you win both. Yeah, that's all. There should be none transitional about that. Whoever wins that needs to be. Yeah, yeah, it's one belt. If if you break it up, cool. Transitional champ. That belt just needs to be carried to the next person who is going to carry the company. Which will be Cody. Too much weight. There's too much weight on two of those belts. I I agree. I 100% agree with you on that. Um, Mm -hmm. But if you look at history. Usually when there's a long reign, you know, 
And I'm not even saying, you know, two years, you know, even if there's a a year reign, usually there is a very short champion right after that. Um, That's just, I guess, because you had the long reign, they kind of go into it. Now we can go back years and years before that, whenever that's all that you had was long reigns. Mm -hmm. But, you know, in in the more in the, the modern era of wrestling, if there's a long reign, it's usually a short one. So a transitional champion like Drew, you know, could possibly happen. It's kind of like what we said. Um, was it Drew that Miz beat when Miz was champion? When Bobby. Miz had money in the, no, Bobby beat Miz, right? Yes, a Miz beat Drew. Okay, so yeah. Drew kind of had the belt for what, like a year? At that, maybe. Not even a full year, but it's mm-hmm. like it was like that. It's like as soon as Drew lost, I was like, okay, we're, this is going to be that transitional champion, and then yeah, that's what happened. Like, yeah, they instantly Elvis lost. It's a thing. brief time, then Bobby beat him for it. So mm-hmm. we could see that, but I agree with you, Jason. If you're going to mm-hmm. have, if it's going to be for these two belts that you are, you know, or if they make an undisputed championship out of this, you mm-hmm. know, like they did in the past, it should be you're the guy. You know, and move forward with that. And what do you consider transitional? Uh, how short? A month. A month. Yeah. Okay. It could go longer, but yeah, no. it, it's it's not like six months as a transitional champion. Yeah. Okay. You know, back in the day, I'd probably say three months could still be a transitional champion because you only had quarterly events. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like you went from. You won the title at that pay-per-view, and then you lost at the next pay-per-view. And that was kind of a transitional champion, too. And, and even if you put it on Drew, don't make it transitional. Make it make it till maybe Rumble. Yeah. Hold on to it for a bit. Interesting. Yeah, I, I did like that question. Um, the thing I'm here for, out of whatever whatever we, they decide to do with Roman and Carrion, can you imagine what we're going to see out of Paul and Scarlet? <laughs> <laughs> Not that Scarlet's, you know, great promo work by any means, you know, mm-hmm. she, like she, she goes on the mic and she does her job. Yeah, she does enough. The, whatever theatric she's going to do to Paul's mic skills. That's what I'm. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like just seeing her, he's his eyes are going to be bulging out. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then she's going to do some crazy shit. And, that's just going to throw him off. And it's like, that'll be, that's going to be what sells it, I think, more than anything is the two of them than the actual fighters of the match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but for that title, that all leads to Cody winning that mania. So they got a couple months to play around with that before they <laughs> eventually hey, with him. Do you see, you see Universal staying that, that way till mania? Plans could change. Plans have, yeah. <laughs> things. It's a it's a whole different, you know, era now. <laughs> so whatever, whatever, whatever Cody's plans were, not saying that it's going to be completely forgotten. Chomp would get a win, and it's a whole new era now. <laughs> <laughs> I said this last night. You know, it's like just seeing this week on Raw on SmackDown. If it, for people that were black and gold fans, you know you were you were black and gold NXT fans, and you you your whole the whole reason that you bought you were supposed to buy into NXT was that you were watching the future stars of tomorrow, 
Mm, and yes. that you were watching NXT and that these people were supposed to be brought up to Raw and SmackDown as the characters that you were seeing. And mm-hmm. there was just, unfortunately, so much miscommunication between Vince and Triple H in, uh, you know, the future stars of tomorrow to main roster stars. Because whatever Triple H saw, Vince just didn't see in mm-hmm. a lot of them and put the effort in like Triple H put in. And, you know, we always felt down when, and to a point when we just didn't want to see a lot of NXT talent get moved to Raw and SmackDown because we didn't, we liked them so much on NXT that that being that third brand and you had seen like Chomp, like Chompa and Gargano say, we don't want to go to Raw or SmackDown. We want to stay in NXT. You heard that from mm-hmm. Adam Cole. And um, I think this week kind of was just like, kind of like that whole Marvel thing. It's all connected. You know, mm-hmm. and if finally, if you followed the black and gold era, you're finally getting the the payoff from that. At least that's and they're talking about, like. and then they were talking about the title reigns also too from NXT, yes, which was different. Yeah, mm-hmm. like from anybody who was down there during black and gold, yes. they actually like refer to them like, oh, they were so and so many time champ. Yeah. You know, and I like, don't yeah. need. I don't need NXT to be a third brand. I, I'm okay with it being developmental again, you know, and mm-hmm. it just being the developmental for the future stars, stars of Raw and SmackDown. Um, but yeah, it needs to connect, and hopefully, it does from now on. At least, yeah. Keep the continuity going. <laughs> yeah, like you got Champa this week, which <laughs> came out of nowhere. I felt, but I was here for it. I was expecting uh, him and Ali. With the yeah, new, uh, that would have been a good match. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody was talking about Ali getting time. Everybody talking about Ricochet getting time on SmackDown this week. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Shayna getting time. Her, yeah, yeah. Shayna finally getting a, a title match. And so let's let's go into Shayna for a second because I'm I'm excited for Shayna to finally get a little bit of spotlight put on her. Um, do you see Liv Morgan beating Shayna? Because this this is my prediction for New, for New Year's. Belt on Shayna. <laughs> I'm sticking I'm with okay it. With that. I'm sticking with it. I'm okay with it too. I think Liv's done her job as champ. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know she's really. I don't know she's getting real pops from the crowd. You know. Mm. Um, I'm mad they turned on her. <laughs> so you had. I mean, you had last night. Uh, or not last night, but this week with her, you know, the whole thing of Ronda's, you know, everybody going into it was like, you really going to have Liv Morgan beat Ronda, you know, and technically she didn't, you know, mm-hmm. it was shenanigans. Yeah. And okay. That's, it was what it was. That's, that's our way to move past it. Ronda has her time off now for a little bit and then we'll probably come back. It's like, but do you, seeing as in a way she technically beat Ronda, do you have Liv be the person that beats two legit fighters back to back? And I just, I don't think Liv is that. <laughs> Liv's good, but she's not that. Do you think the fans turned on her or the booking? I think they turned on the booking. Okay. Because it was weird. She got the pop coming out mm-hmm. and then got booed. Dale. Yeah. Yeah, I don't we'll see this upcoming week. 
Like sometimes and, that but that crowd that crowd was just energetic for any, anything. So yeah. where were they at last night? Do you know? Greenville, South Carolina. So not yeah. South Carolina is a, t- a wrestling territory, you know, mm-hmm. NWA, WCW territory there, but definitely not. Like I mean, I heard a ricochet chant last night, and I was like, "This crowd is on something." Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, yeah, I don't think we're taking the belt off Shayna, or I don't see her beating Shayna. Okay, yeah, I'm here for Shayna. Quick one and done. Because mm-hmm. I definitely see Shayna's more that because they're going to be in the UK, so Shayna is more of that style wrestler. Mm-hmm. You know that that brawler that the UK loves, so I think to me that's the perfect spot for her to get the belt. You know, maybe other than being in her hometown or something like that, or being in Vegas. I don't even know where Shane is exactly from, but you know, we'll say Vegas just because of UFC back background. Um, other than something like that, yeah, I think this is the perfect place. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, that was, okay. Sioux Falls. And then if she wins the title, Ronda comes back. You have two best friends. Yeah, and we've never seen I that mean, yet. They mm-hmm. they kept teasing it, but they always yeah. get to pull apart or something happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let that play out. We never saw, you know. I think two of the the UFC four horsewomen are gone, right? Yeah, yeah it's just Shane and Ronda left, and in, in, mm-hmm. in the system. So maybe they come back. Um, unfortunately, no, that won't be. They they did tape the finals at the last taping, so that is mm-hmm. that's unfortunately already done. I think if that would have been planned just a little bit better, I would have I would have liked to have seen the UK Championship tournament mm-hmm. get, uh, get crowned there too. I was a little disappointed last night that Nakamura won his number one contendership match. You know, for 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 I was going to say Walter. Uh, for yeah, you're Gunther, right. And it's going to be on SmackDown next week. It's like, that's a yeah. perfect nice. UK match. match? Mm-hmm. Unless something happens and then they do a rematch at Clash of I the Castle. They, but... you, you probably get a rematch. I, 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 they won't leave uh, Gunther off the card. Yeah, because I mean, oh. Shinsuke and Gunther, I mean, that's that's perfect for, for Clash mm-hmm. of the Castle. Mm-hmm. It's like, and I think Triple H booking this you might see that develop that style of matches for that event more. Mm, especially know. with Gunther going back over there to the UK. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only thing it's I thought, the only thing I thought, and I don't know was, you know, Gunther and, and Shinsuke aren't from the U S they're just, they work here. Mm. And I don't know what the, what work visas, if that allows constant travel, Gotcha. That's, the, that's the one thing that I thought last night that maybe that's why they're not going to fight over there. But to me, that match says, <laughs> you know, you know, screams clash of okay. the castle for that event. But yeah. we'll see next week. I didn't watch NXT this week, so I don't know if anything's really changed on changed on that this week. If it's still the same, did you guys watch NXT at all? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got yeah, uh, new tag champs. Yeah. Finally, Caden yeah. and Casey, <laughs> which they should have saved, saved for Heat Wave. <laughs> yeah, moment. Mm-hmm. If uh, that, well, they should have saved for the main event. Following week, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're finally tag champs, which everybody was happy to see. Finally, I'm expecting them to lose and them to be 
next up on the main roster. I guess you would give him some more run. Mm-hmm. You had that. You had uh, the main event was uh, Vaughn Wagner and Sokoa. And a, what is a false count anywhere match? <laughs> I don't know. It took me like three days to finish that match. <laughs> wow. I kept going in and out. You had that. Not you had Jason fighting. I don't know. I feel I feel like once the women won, like my attention for NXT was just like, uh, my, the moment happened for me and the rest was just filler. Filler. So it was yeah. just like, uh, do I really want to watch this? Let me find something else to do. Yeah. Uh, I think in a way different. and we'll see, but I think in a way that NXT might be the one that needs to get righted. It might take a little bit longer to get that ship rated more than the main roster was because Triple H really wasn't, hasn't been down there, you know, focusing mm-hmm. on this talent for too long. So, I mean, trust me, I'm enjoying it, but I guess it's just since the moment happened for me that I was expecting mm-hmm. it, it just went downhill. Yeah. You did, if you did like build up to that, it'd have been a different yeah. show for me. Yeah, I mean, you started off saying that you think you thought that it should have been the main event, so yes, this should have been the main event. Yeah, mm-hmm. and everything else was just as normal. The things uh, Santos came back, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. him and D'Angelo is going to fight next week. One more time, one, one more time. Mm-hmm. Still doing that storyline. <laughs> Still. <laughs> How long has that been going on? That's been go- that had to be going on longer than uh, than Kingston and Jericho. <laughs> I feel like I feel like they're trying to they're, they're kind of toning down Tony a little bit, which is good for me because it's just too much character, too much in yeah. So maybe I don't know. Uh, then uh, Roxanne challenged Cora to a fight at Heat Wave. Okay. That mm-hmm. needs to wait. That needs to wait. Yeah, I think they should have burned that more before fighting next week. I don't think it's going to happen, though. I, I don't. Because Cora says she doesn't want the match. Is this Tuesday or is it the following Tuesday? I think it's this Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, uh, who is it? Breaker and JD McDonough sat down. I tapped out there. Oh, yeah. I physically tapped out. I was like, too good. Cobra Clutch. I was like, because they just, yeah, because they just talked. Who's like, JD McDonough? That's Devlin. That's Devlin. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Jordan, Jordan, Devlin, McDonough. Tell me that. Okay. <laughs> and it, it did nothing for anybody there. Nothing. Yeah. It's just that program. It's just down to dump for me. But the main title, yeah, yeah. It's not a, it's not a match I want to see, you know, because Breaker and and Devlin are not, they're complete opposites. You know, there's, I, I don't know how that match is going to work because there's not a lot of similarities in their style, other than power versus quick. You know, yeah. sometimes you can have interesting with that, but I don't know. Sean and Triple H are very high on Devlin. You know, you saw that right. Devlin kind of got his push right before. The pandemic, you know, World's mm-hmm. Glide. He took, he got the cruiserweight championship, and then unfortunately, the pandemic ruined any momentum he really had on that. Um, I, I mean, I enjoy them. It's just how they how they built this. Okay, it's just or whatever character he's working now is just not. It's the character working around the shoulder. Yeah. yeah, 
I've said this a few weeks ago. Now, I, ha- I haven't watched NXT a lot. You know, I only chime in from a little bit here and there. But, you know, I've lost any interest in Braun down in NXT. Yeah. I like it that they're not shoving you down his throat. Or he's not. they're not shoving you down, you know, they're shoving him down your throat. But mm-hmm. he's not doing enough when he's on screen to keep you caring. Yeah. You know. It seemed like that fire is burning out. Yeah. Because when he was a rocket, I'm like, okay, this is too much, too much, Mm -hmm. too much. They space it out, but now he's not doing enough, like storyline wise, to just keep him caring. But this is kind of one of the good things about developmental sometimes. It Mm -hmm. proves people's weaknesses. You know, Mm -hmm. you can, he, when he debuted, even before he debuted, you know, whenever he got signed, everybody was just like, this dude has potential. He has the look, you know, he has the athleticism. And then, he came in, everybody's like, okay, cool. But this is why I think sometimes WWE needs to listen to the fans. Mm. You know, it's a, it's a catch-22 in a way. Because, yeah, we sit there and we hype them up beforehand sometimes. Mm. It was the same thing kind mm-hmm. of with Roman in the Shield. You know, it was like, he's the next guy, he's the next guy. And then you, you give it, and then it's just like, okay, he wasn't what we thought he was going to be. I in mean- a way, and some things. And Braun, to me, is more so than what Roman, by any means. I'm not trying to really compare them, but... To me, I don't think it's him. Like, I, I believe he's he's lived up to the hype. I like his in-ring. I even like, you know, when, he, when he's out there cutting promos, it's just a story they're telling with him. You put him with Gacy, and that's just a snore fest altogether. Then you're with another slow-talking guy that does nothing in Devlin, who's giving terrible segments. You just don't care about the story at all. No. That, he's one of the reasons why I don't watch NXT. Um, because uh Braun. Yeah, okay. because it's not it's not that I don't want to watch NXT. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to get too bored with him in NXT and over him mm-hmm. that whenever they bring him up on the main roster, I'm already over it and not invested. You know, so mm-hmm. it's like in a way I'd rather for right now, I'd rather wait and see him come up and see what they do with him if they yeah. Give him a new fresh coat of paint or something, you know, yeah. on the main roster. There's nobody to I put think there needs to be more edge. edge. He needs what? I think he needs so, more edge. Okay. Not Adam. You mean the bark is not edgy edge, enough? <laughs> <laughs> the bark is nostalgic. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> I think um, hopefully the the NXT a la WWF nineteen ninety five era will go away. You know and, um I, I'm loving yeah. the characters, but it's Gacy's characters killing me. It's yeah. He kills every every segment he's in for me. It, it, it kills. Like, and it really ruins cool. everything he touches. Like <laughs> I care about the people he's fighting now. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he's trying to get Grimes into um, basic. He's, he's he's trying to get Grimes like under his hand, and it's just killing Grimes. Gacy's <laughs> the cult dude. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. See, I've never been interested in him as mm-hmm. as a wrestler. When he was with uh, Parker Boudoir, uh-huh. I mm-hmm. you know, I was like, okay, manager, heavy. And then they were pushing him as the talent instead of Parker. Just like yeah, it was the opposite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like. I, I don't I mind his wrestling. Just his character just does nothing for me. 
yeah, everything with him. Like, if, I mean, if people he, chant like, "We want wrestling" when he's <laughs> talking. Like, no. they they're not buying into it. Give no. him something else. I, I haven't bought into him other than him being a manager. Mm-hmm. I haven't been able to buy into the character or the his in ring talent at all from mm-hmm. what I've watched. Well, that's all they for NXT. Let's head over to, uh, well, real quick, uh, before we head over to AW, um, we, we briefly talked about this, the NXT championship tournament. Um, so NXT UK is about a month. They taped the beginning. I think it was like around July 4th. They tape. Uh, so they're about a month off, uh, from TV. So they announced this week, uh, Ila Dragunov came out, you know, relinquished the title. So the NXT UK championship is vacated at the moment. There's going to be an eight man tournament. Um, and it looks like this is going to go over a few weeks. And to the point that we saw earlier that it should have been the finals at clash of the castle. Um, mm-hmm. this will wrap up at some point, no word yet how long this is going to take. So it looks like they might spread out some of these, uh, matches for a few weeks. Um, we have in the first round Oliver Carter versus Charlie Dempsey, Wolfgang versus Trent Seven, uh, former NXT UK champion Tyler Bate versus Kenny Williams, and Joe Coffey versus Mark Andrews. So, quick eight man tournament. This should, I think, should probably take place over a month. We'll see how quick it does go, if it goes any longer. Mm-hmm. Um, but at that taping, a new champion was crowned. So, that's why it won't take place at Clash of the Castle. We just won't okay. get into that. Um, interesting. I'm, I'm, I, I didn't go back. Ela fought two weeks ago um, in a title match, so I do want to go back and watch that because um, that's apparently where he got injured. So I want to see how that played off, and then I'd like to watch the tournament play off the next few weeks. Yeah. So could be some actually legit good wrestling on the next UK. Mm-hmm. Always is. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Always. Um, so, Land of AEW. <laughs> um, I watched both shows this week, Dynamite and Rampage. Um, Same. I didn't watch Dynamite. I watched Rampage. Okay. Yeah. So you guys don't have to feel me in there. Yeah, I mean, it's... I don't know. I kind of went in already wrestling fatigued into Dynamite. Mm-hmm. So I, I, you watch three hours of Raw, and you're <laughs> yeah. Watch watch SummerSlam. Watch three hours of Raw, and I was just like, all right. I was like, I was like I'm a little fatigued from from WWE this week, which is one of the reasons why I didn't want to watch Rampage last night. You know, I wasn't mm-hmm. even debating whether I was going to watch SmackDown last night, but um, I'm glad I did. But um, yeah, it's like I don't know. I went into Dynamite going like I don't want to watch this because coming off the week before, wasn't real happy with some things and. I don't know. I, I, by the end of the night, I guess in a way, like I didn't completely hate the show, but mm-hmm. uh, at the same time, did I love it? No, like definitely wasn't my favorite show of the week. And I usually have said in the past that even if I don't love AEW, it's usually my favorite show from the week, but it wasn't that case this week. What'd you guys think? Then this, this wasn't quake at the week. Was it quake? No, 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 that's, no, that's next week. That's just coming. Yeah. That's next week. Um, if, if for me, everybody knows my stance with AEW now. It was okay, just man, just okay. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> let it fester. 
Jason, we might be all, I don't know about <laughs> Steve, but I know you might have two people on your side now. You know? <laughs> it's just the the Yuta Jericho match was all right. It's just the booking of it is just terrible. Like you know that Jericho wasn't going to lose at all. So I don't even know why they even had that match. It just seemed like feeding Hogan just more people to feed. Because, again, the graphic was made for Quake at the Lake, and you know they're not going to stop that match. So I didn't even see the point of even having that unit match at all. 100% agree. (laughs) Did it make you look good? He's had better matches that made him look better. Mm Mm-hmm. And then at the end, of course, Moxley comes running out because uh, Jericho had the line tamer on him, like, you know, way past the bell and had refs trying to pull him off. Moxley came in, Jericho ran out the ring, and he, then he, he had to grab a mic like he always does. And he was like, do you want the last uh, Survivor Stu, Stu Hart's Dungeon? He was like, well, you get uh, the Lionheart next week. You get the Lionheart, Chris Jericho. So, Chris, they might be doing what you were saying, just running through all of Jericho's gimmicks before he finally give it up. <laughs> because because this is like, what, the third or fourth one that we've seen yeah. in, like, <laughs> in like a month. Yeah. It's like, we'll see what happens after this. But it's like, it kind of felt like. Can we get Y2J? <laughs> you got Y2J. You got the list of Jericho, Jericho to go. You need corporate Jericho still. Yeah. It's in corporate Jericho in a while. Um, is corporate Jericho the one that's on commentary? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the wizard. <laughs> it's. It's just, it's like, it's, I, I, it's I just kind of felt like the sports entertainer is. It's not Y2J, but or no, anything, but no. it's. Uh, I just feel like that's him kind of throwing back to WWE. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like now he's doing the other gimmicks with it. it, it, it I, I hate the JS. I just it, it's a waste of time for me each week. And I've said from the inception, I don't enjoy it, but I'm here to see, you know, the story that goes along with it, because maybe at some point I will enjoy it. Maybe it'll finally click at some point for me or, you know, we'll get to that payoff for the group, but it hasn't happened yet. (laughs) Mm -mm. Well, the other big thing that came out was uh, Cole and Red Dragon turn on the Bucks. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. That was probably my highlight for Dynamite. It wasn't even a highlight because everybody's seen at a mile, like Cody coming to Mania. So that wasn't new. So is this the returns in AEW? Is this an AEW thing or is it the times that it's not clicking anymore? Like just the turns. You're expecting them now. Because like Hogan... You didn't expect Hogan, uh, HBK, Rollins, all those caught you off guard. Is it us now that we're like too predict, like we're we're predicting too much, or is they're just not telling the stories good anymore? Because I haven't seen a turn on AEW that's interested me. Like shocking, like how did this happen? I think because they tease it. So, well, like Hobbs, I didn't see coming. I didn't see Hobbs turning on Starks at all. Yeah, true. That that came out of nowhere. Christian, they teased that for a month or more. <laughs> you know, um, if you don't want, like, and 
we've talked about this before. If you don't watch the YouTube shows, like uh, Dark, Elevation, Being the Elite, uh, yeah, BT, um, Sammy's Vlog, and there's probably even others that I don't watch on there, but if you don't watch those consistently, which are the tie-in storylines for AEW, maybe you didn't see the turn coming for Adam Cole. I can't tell you the last time I seen the Bucks on TV. And I see yeah. this coming. <laughs> but at the same token, you know, they've been teasing that on BTE for a few weeks now. Okay. And then they did tease it on Dynamite last week. Mm-hmm. You know, so you got your main show acknowledgement last week of it. And then you saw it coming. The the weird thing, and we talked like Steve stamped that last week, you know, that it was gonna be mm-hmm. Adam Cole's Undisputed Elite versus uh, you know, whether I know, like, uh, Excalibur called Hangman and the Young Bucks the Elite this mm-hmm. week. Are we seeing the, the return of the Elite? Um, but then they also acknowledged the past name that they went whenever they were a, a six-man tag champion Ring of Honor as the Hung Bucks. So it's, like, mm-hmm. not sure which what direction they're going with the names. But, um, you know, Adam Cole came out and said that, you know, the Undisputed Elite can't compete in this tournament. You know, and I know that was mm-hmm. Steve's thing. That was the final was going to be the final match that you know you were going to see those two teams in there. Um, was that legit, or was that just a tease to get the setup? And then next week or something, we're going to find out that they're going to compete in this tournament. What do you guys think? They'll probably be in it. He said he's not. Are they all medically clear? He's still, Cole, Cole said, said he he's yeah. not cleared and Fish isn't cleared, right? Or was it was it Fish or O'Reilly that's not cleared? O'Reilly. O'Reilly is not cleared. Okay. Fish is the only one healthy out of them. Like really so, legit yeah. healthy. So that was Cole's thing. He goes, he said to the young bucks, you know. You have to team you, with thing. You, you have you to have team to with fish. Team with mm-hmm. fish. If not, you can't compete in this tournament. So and then he was like, You're not gonna compete. And then that's when the uh, red dragon choked out. Young Bucks. Yeah, that's what a turn happened. Yeah. And then Hangman came out. Mm-hmm. So. <coughs> that right there, that was the only thing I was interested in, pretty much, for the most part on Dynamite. And, and like you said, yeah, you were, you saw it, coming, <laughs> <laughs> it was still real to that kid. I was here for that. Uh, okay, if I got the kid tested, dad, I'm here for that. His dad promised him the new day. <laughs> he got the elite. <laughs> dad was like, we have new day at home. <laughs> no, I wasn't even invested in that. It was like whenever it came on, I was like, this is the turn. So, yeah, yeah, I was not not invested whatsoever. But for me, I mean, and we've, we've we have talked about this in the past too. That even if you see it coming, it can still be entertaining. Not mm-hmm. that it was the most, not that it was the best segment ever, you know, because it, it wasn't. You know, mm-hmm. it it was just for that show. I was entertained by that segment. Um, even though you saw, you knew it was coming, I was still entertained by it. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking for the spontaneous unexpected, expected no it didn't have that you know the only thing i and i I was saying this to somebody else this week you knew it was coming but you know we had talked before that these trios titles were coming in when kenny was healthy (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know and that was the plan was kenny and the young bucks to win them yeah so to me i 
I was with everything that I've seen the past few weeks, I was ninety nine point nine percent sure Hangman was coming out to to reunite with the Young Bucks so they could go into this tournament. But at the same time, I was like, well, maybe there is that point one point zero one percent chance that Kenny returns tonight. <laughs> it happened how I wanted it to happen, but you know, you never know. Sometimes mm-hmm. in pro wrestling, yeah. But one match I did enjoy was um, Brit and Hater against the uh, Thunderstorm. Match. Yeah, I did enjoy that. Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. yeah. Jamie finally getting her uh, due, you know. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we'll get to that in a, in a couple of minutes. Um, we'll go through Battle of the Bell predictions in a few minutes. Um, <laughs> last then, night, good. Oh, and the one thing I didn't like was uh, the Jungle Boy christian stuff like they have jungle boy like running off of that like trying to mow him down with a car and this and that like that's wwe dean ambrose stuff to me like like all that like i do not need to see it was like i do not need to see that at all honestly if i would have watched dynamite on tape delay like to dvr it and go back and fast forward through some stuff i would 100 percent fast forward through christian versus matt hardy that was an awful match I've seen that how many times in my lifetime. I don't need to see it again at their age because it was, poster to... it, it was awful. Yeah. Well, every, everybody everybody wants it though. You could, everybody wants Christian. Everybody wants Matt Hardy. You could, uh, for me, and I, sometimes it's hard to tell, but to me, it just felt like Matt Hardy has lost such a big step in his, in his talent. That I was to like me, after that match, I was like, if I don't need to see another Matt Hardy match again, to me, you know, Marty Jannetty's going at it. <laughs> I'm not going to doubt you there. What's I, 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 I don't, and you know, you know, I've been, you know, I feel on uh, Matt Hardy. <laughs> I think he Christian does. has more talent. Like, yeah, and I think Christian still has talent. You know, like I, I haven't, I didn't have that moment yet with Christian that I don't need to see him in the ring. Um, but at the same time, I enjoyed him more as a manager recently than an entering talent. And mm-hmm. I think for, and to Donald's point of your company that's constantly saying that you're trying to push young talent. And I, don't get me wrong. This whole storyline is to push a young talent being jungle boy. This isn't, yes, it's coming off like Christian's getting over, but the whole point of the story is to put jungle boy over. And we'll get to that point whenever it does. Um, but at, after this is over with, I don't need to see Christian be a single star any longer. Like, you play this off, let him... I don't know. He, Go home. He had his moment last summer as Impact Champion. Go you home. know, whenever he won that belt back from, from Kenny. It's like, he had his final moment to me. It's like, it's now it's time to wrap up. Like... Be a backstage producer, be a manager for, for somebody younger, you know, and you can be on TV. You know, he, we've, we've talked recently. We enjoy his mic work. You know, you can be on TV and, and do mic work. I just don't need you to be taking time from somebody else in the ring each week. And that's, that's what Christian and Matt Hardy did for me this week. They just took off time from people that deserve it. Yeah. That was fan service. That was fan service by the fan service booker. <laughs> Who thinks he's Miss McMahon, but he's actually Vince Russo. 
I don't even know if it was fan service <laughs> because I don't. As a fan, I didn't want that match. <laughs> you know, maybe there are some fans that wanted that. <laughs> fans in the stands wanted that match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cody was a Vince McMahon down there booking. And that was some. So we've talked about WWE changes. There were some AEW changes this week. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like a writing there's, team. <laughs> there's possibly going to be some changes in AEW. Maybe they, you know. We'll see why, you know, maybe it's because fans talking about it for a few weeks, or is this, okay, like, we need to write our, our ship now because we've gotten a little <laughs> too lax. Um, you know, like, and coming off of it, you know, they hired, and we'll get into Rampage with this, they hired Madison Rain to be part of the women's division, so she's kind of going to be one of the people that's head of the women's division now. And I, me personally, in TNA, I like Madison Rain as a character, like what she did with the beautiful people and everything. Mm-hmm. Was never a huge fan of her in ring work. Yeah, you know, like she she did her job. Don't get me wrong, she did her job, but the character for me was always better than the in ring work. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed her match last night. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought she did a good. You can <clears throat> they communicate a little too much. You can, mm-hmm. I felt there you could tell the communication that the two of them were having <laughs> in the ring, but they had a good match out of it. Yeah. Um, it made both of them look good. And I felt she did her job. You know, you got the payoff after it where uh Jade Cargo comes out and they, they're gonna have a match this Wednesday. If Madison Rain can have can make Jade look stronger than what she is and look a little bit better in the ring than what she has, I'm here for it. Because you know Madison isn't winning. <laughs> yeah. Well, so you know, put the just, legend. It's just another to me, for for somebody like Jade, you know, who they've talked about, like Brian uh, Brian Danielson working with her to improve her in-ring work, mm-hmm. and now you have, an, like, another woman coming in to help out in the ring. That's exactly what you need. And I don't need Madison on my TV each week, don't get me wrong, but, um, you know, if, if she focuses more backstage than on camera. That's that's where she needs to be. Mm-hmm. But maybe like another Serena Deep in the company. You know, not that she's on Serena's level by any means, but mm-hmm. just another person that can help teach the women and go out in the ring and do it with them. So so Deep is a is a teacher is a coach there too? She was. Uh, yeah, I don't exactly know. that wasn't why she came in originally. She came in okay. as talent. Yeah. But She's sort of deep. She has that coaching experience, and yeah, and you know, because I knew she was producing in the back because she likes doing yeah. the back, like behind the curtain stuff, a lot. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, then you had your Eddie Kingston promo, you know, even though it was a backstage one. You know, had to get him in there sometime. On Rampage? Not Rampage. Uh, Dynamite. Oh, okay. So Talking about Sammy. Up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I even missed that on on Dynamite, which yeah, I'm cool with. Just another hoot and holler, and that's all it was. The tag match was what it was. Uh, to the main event, Rampage. Yeah, um, I didn't didn't love it, didn't hate it. You know, it was a good good match, but I went to it shitty because I'm as soon as they said street match or street fight, I'm tired of street fights. Yeah, but I was I was okay with the match. 
I hate the thing I hated about it, and it wasn't even in the match, it was after the match. You have that big spot of uh Keith Lee going through the table. Josh Woods suplexes Keith Lee through the yeah. through the two tables. Yeah. And then Swerve goes in, puts Tony Nice on the chair, Swerve hits the, the coup de gras or the stomp, whatever he calls it, and wins the match. Swerve they get the belts. Who's in the ring celebrating with Swerve? But Keith Lee. And I know you guys didn't see it because it won overtime. It's like you just had him go through the two tables selling that spot. And then he gets up and goes into the ring to celebrate. Like that. Well, Woods is still out. Yeah. And they didn't show that area. So you, like they didn't show like Josh Woods still laying in the table or anything. Because mm-hmm. um, I thought, because that's what I was expecting. Like, okay, if, if Josh is still in the table and they had Keith get up. <laughs> But it's like you could have had, like, and they did it for the whole sense of Swerve and and Lee in the ring celebrating to mm-hmm. to sign off. You could have done that. You could have still had that, but you could have had Swerve take the titles, go out go to him, check yeah. on Lee, and then get him up, and then go off. You know, with him dazed yeah. and confused. He wasn't dazed and confused celebrating in the ring. You know, <laughs> it's like. That's and we t- we've talked about that numerous times. That is a big issue in AEW where they just don't sell shit. They don't. They don't let it breathe. You know, it's it, to me that's a, it's. It would have been no different if Josh Woods would have put him through the table and Lee would have just rolled and got back up. There's no difference <laughs> because there wasn't enough of a sell job. Yeah. Like and it's don't. And you I had this conversation. Woods yeah. putting through the table. Yeah. Yeah. And I had this conversation with somebody else this week. It's like, don't give me a spot just to be a spot. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like let it let it breathe. And that's a, hopefully and we were talking that with the new team in AEW as well. Maybe things will change with that, but not gonna be something that you definitely see overnight on everything, but that needs to be something that especially whenever Ring of Honor gets its own programming, if that happens, um, that they need to let things you take talent out so you have things to, to let breathe and, you know, come back from a commercial break and talk about what just happened yeah. or something, you know, instead of just, you know, you have to move on because you have ADD. And... Uh, I really like seeing that, uh, that New Japan kid. I don't know his name yet, but I'm going to probably butcher it. I'm not even going to attempt it, but uh, who fought? Um, who, the one who fought Moxley. No. Um, no, no, no. Um, yeah, did, did he fight him already? Um, Ziggler's, he fought Ziggler's little brother. Yeah. Ziggler's brother? He, he Nick Mayna. I don't, I don't know if that's what he goes by, but. Yeah, they fought last night. Yeah. Um, which that surprised me because he's wrestling on Battle of the Belts tonight, and they taped Battle of the Belts last night. So he had two matches last night. <laughs> So he's, he's the one fighting Cesaro, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Claudio, my bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I really want to see that match. I like that kid. Okay. So while we're talking about that, let's get into – we'll go through this quickly. There's three matches for Battle of the Belts tonight. Um, it's only – Battle of the Belts usually just an hour program, so we'll just try to get in and give our quick hits and see what we think for the predictions. Um We'll start out with the AEW TNT Championship. We have champion Wardlow versus Jay Lethal. What are you guys' thoughts on this match? Belt's going nowhere. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't even know why this is even a match. It's a battle to retain or a battle retains. Nobody's losing. Nobody's losing. Is that what you said? I don't think anybody's losing. More for the win. Yeah. Yeah. It's Jay Lethal deserves better than this match. I think. I think all this is to, to for Jay Lethal to put Wardlow over more than anything. But yeah, I'd be surprised if uh, Wardlow's not losing. Has Wardlow <laughs> been on TV since he won? Yeah, um, two times. He hasn't been on the past two weeks though. Yeah, not wrestling, but I seen him cut a promo from mm-hmm. somewhere, and that was it. Yeah, his was last it? wasn't his last match Orange Cassidy two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. AEW <laughs> Women's World Championship. We have uh, Thunder Rosa versus Jamie Hayter. If this were a different pay per view, I'd say Hayter. But to be on a Saturday, it Thunder Rosa. To me, Hayter has a future. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love Jamie Hayter. Probably my favorite. Uh, next to Deep, probably like my favorite woman in uh, AEW. I like to see her win, but I know it's not going to happen. Yeah, so, Thunder. Yeah, I'd be surprised to see a change here too because Jamie Hader hasn't got the build up to be champion. Yeah, know, to make to warrant a change. Um, but I will say, I'm over the Thunder Rosa reign. Um, uh, I was thinking about that this week. It's just like, yeah, the match was good, Donald. This week, the tag match. Um, mm-hmm. To me, I see uh, Thunder Thunderstorm. Breaking up and happy, where Thunder Rosa drops the belt, but she's going to drop the Tony. Um, I don't know if I necessarily need to see that, but that's what I see happening. And if that can happen at all out, I'd much rather have that happen sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. I just I feel like the women's division needs needs some in- injection of life, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, while Thunder Rosa is a great wrestler and a great talent they're just not doing that with her right now and i don't know if that to me i think that that some sort of change needs to happen and but do you have anybody that can carry that other than Britt baker jade can but she's the tbs champion yeah i mean jade's the only one giving it to you right jade's giving you more than thunder is i think Mm -hmm. that's why i always said the tbs title is overshadowing the women's title they're not giving people i mean Nobody there can cut a promo. Yeah. But it's like Jade is what she is. I see her. But you're not seeing you're not seeing a great match or anything like that. You're more at least for me, I'm more entertained by Jade more than I am by Jade's matches. Yeah. I agree with you there. So and that's what I enjoyed. Just her coming on talking. Yeah. Her backstage stuff with the baddies generally, Mm -hmm. you know, is good. But Jade, for me, is still learning and growing. So it's going to get there. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm hoping by the time they give her the actual women's championship belt, not the TBS championship, she's there. You know, so whether she's TBS champion for another year or whatever, you know, until that happens. But I don't, uh, there's not a whole lot that I feel that can take that belt off of Jade right now. No. Just for her strength. All right, and then finally, we got Claudio Castagnoli for the Ring of Honor World Championship versus... Uh, um, I, You're going to butcher it, too. Yeah. <laughs> the, the guy we like. <laughs> Konosuke 
Kind of suitcase to Shika. Uh Claudio just won. Claudio's not losing the title. Yeah. I'm interested in seeing this match though. I like that new kid, but yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this will be a great wrestling match. I think this is definitely on this card is gonna be probably be the match of the night. Is this a how is this a week long event? No, this is just tonight. No, just tonight. Mm-hmm. Battle of the Belts is just one special. But generally for Battle of the Belts week, they do title matches. So that's mm-hmm. why you're seeing so many of the title match. Like last night you got the tag title match. Oh, the so titles I mean, on the line. I didn't even well, know. Three title matches. All three titles on the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. This is the third battle of the belts. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't know. I, didn't, I, mean, I knew the battle of the belts. I didn't know the, the rampage tied to tag. Uh, yeah, those, oh, okay. oh, gotcha. I didn't know the tag match was for the belts. Yeah, okay. last night was for the titles, and then yeah. like Moxley defending the title this upcoming week. So that's why they do that. Then mm-hmm. Jade's defending the TBS title this week too. So don't tell me that Warner, but that, that Warner guy was getting a title shot. No, that was an eliminator. So if he beat him, he got a title shot. Yes. It, it, it don't speak of that match. Hey, you get it. How you give new guys that much time with your champion? Fan service. It, it, it was some. It was uh, they. They explained that on on Dynamite that he got. Um, he won he, that battle royal. Or he won the battle royal at Ric Flair's thing. Yeah. He, he, yeah, he won the battle royal. But you going like half the show? Yeah. But a guy that just came in. No. We should destroy Who I've this never watched before. Anymore. Never heard of him. Never watched him before. So, I didn't know who he was until I saw the uh, until I saw that he was fighting him. I thought, like, who's this guy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I have for wrestling this week. Um, anything else that you guys wanted to talk about? Mm-hmm. All right, let's drink a beer. Chug, 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 chug. All right, this week's drink of week is Ellicottville Brewing Company's Bourbon Barrel-Aged Blueberry Maple Pancake. Has a lot to say in one thing. It is an <laughs> ale brewed with uh, blueberries, maple syrup, and aged in bourbon barrels. They have a little thing here. It's supposed to be reminiscent of a northeastern pancake breakfast, wheat ale with locally sourced grade-A maple syrup and fruity blueberry flavor. And this is coming in at 7.5% alcohol. Which you're getting a little bit more of the alcohol because of the bourbon barrels. Mm-hmm. So it's a pretty, northeastern pancake breakfast. Getting that fresh maple syrup out of the tree. I thought all pancake breakfasts were the same. <laughs> <laughs> Opened it up, and the first thing that came out was the blueberry smell for me. Um, this is this is one that we previously done a beer like this. It wasn't from Ellicottville, but we had done a. Uh, blueberry pancake beer. So, what that was one of my favorites in the past. So I'm interested to in seeing how this one turns out. Blueberry strong smell, heavy bourbon flavor mm-hmm. for me. Mm, no go for me. <laughs> I forget the other one that we did before, but wasn't that a stout? Yes, it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this not being a stout kind of like or not like a darker beer kind of surprised me. It's a little bit darker, but it kind of has like that yingling look to it more than anything. More like a mm-hmm. darker lager than. Like, um, I'm about to change my skill back to like I'll have another. I'll, uh, I'll have another or not. 
Yeah. This this for me is not good. I this whole dish back. I yeah, I'll give this a one. I mean, it's it, it's it's like not. everything from the yeah, it's like everything from this brewing company, this Ellicottville, haven't been good for me at all. I think this is like our third or fourth one, and it yeah, it, it's not. It it doesn't hit me right at all. And I mean, the last one that we had from them was the strawberry crunch bar, and that one mm-hmm. was a miss for me. But, yeah. Um, I'm kind of a little bummed that Steve's not here because I think this would fit his pal a little bit better. But Steve, if you, if you try this, let us know what you think of it. Um, oh, good. You guys give you what were your ratings? Uh, I'm gonna go one. Yeah, I gave it a one. <laughs> that would just go all over your carpet. Right. <laughs> this sat here for like a good hour and 37 minutes. <laughs> How, oh God. <laughs> um, I'm not as bad as you guys on it. I don't hate it. Um, it's not what I was expecting. I was expecting more of a stout, not mm-hmm. just a tr- more of a traditional ale. Um, I mean, it does say ale brewed on it, but I was expecting something heavier than what uh, than what we got. I was expecting more like a dark ale. The carbonation is good for it. I always enjoy that. Um, the flavors there, the blueberry, like I said, blueberry smell, bourbon taste. Where pre the previous one that we had, I got the maple flavoring from it. I got, mm-hmm. you know, what it was supposed to be, what the name is. For me, this is more just a ale aged in bourbon barrels. I'm not getting anything else. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of the smoothness from the maple syrup, but not enough. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's. I would drink another one of these. I would, um, just because it's a little bit of the flavor type that I like and. And everything is this one that will be in my constant rotation? No, not not at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm gonna go 2.75 on this. So it's good. Mm-hmm. It's better than that, just about average. So, mm-hmm. um, if you had it, let us know what you think of this. Uh, again, it was the Ellicottville Bourbon Barrel Aged Blueberry Maple Pancake. Um, I've had this one waiting for a few weeks now, and I've been very excited looking forward to this, which is why I did it. Um, I know I have uh, some actual liquor upstairs to make a drink for next time we're all together for my drink of the week. So I'm kind of glad I didn't uh, do that ahead of time and save this now. Because mm-hmm. you know, I was kind of putting this one off last for a while because I wanted... I, I was expecting the best from this, and I didn't get that. <laughs> so, yeah, if you have this, let us know what you think. Uh, if you haven't picked this up yet, try it. You know, I think I think there's some good parts of this that people would enjoy it, but unfortunately, just for the group today, it just wasn't all around. Yeah. Okay, try before, it, we, before we move on, we didn't really discuss this in pre-production. Are we going into sports or... <laughs> <laughs> this is NFL stuff, but we can skip over it. <laughs> okay. We can talk about that in the outro if you guys want. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
All right. Uh, coming off of last week's One Gotta Go, which was Steve's uh, classic kids' hard candies. Uh, I, I kind of like giving the, the top two, so I'm going to give the top two for you guys, and you let me know what you think the fans voted off. The top two were Boston Baked Beans and Jawbreakers. Got to be Jawbreakers. <laughs> Got to be. Jawbreakers, please. The fans voted off Boston Baked Beans pretty much unanimously. I think yeah, bean allergies or something. What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> I think that, that could be it. There could be some peanut allergies. And I and I brought this up to, to Donald. When I think Boston Baked Beans, like I don't think our generation candy. Like to me, that's the generation before. So I called it Boomer Candy to Donald the other day. Um, <laughs> like I, I don't know. Like because. Think of like that, the wax bottles, um, this the satellite wafers. Like that's not I don't count those as like our candy growing up. I don't know about your corner stores, Chris. <laughs> they sold them. Don't get me wrong. They sold where, them. where I'm from, they were front and center. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and anybody who voted Boston baked beans, they had imaginary friends in their childhood and their parents didn't love them enough. I'm sorry. <laughs> You know what's been on my timeline all this week? Hard candy and more specifically jawbreakers. It was a video of them making jawbreakers. It said it's, it's four days to make a jawbreaker. Four days. Four days to make trash. That's what it, is. it takes five days to eat it. It's, it's bullshit. <laughs> Who put the jawbreaker? It's gotta be time, five full days. <laughs> However long that takes you, but it probably takes five full days to eat it. That can't just be like you know. But I did see the mini jawbreakers box on that okay. one of those one of those things that's sent. So. Yeah. yeah. If I, yeah, if yeah, I had I my choice, I would choose the mini jawbreakers over an actual like <clears throat> regular jawbreaker. I can't believe that. Only for next week's drinking week, we're eating jawbreakers. These are first. Next time, next time we do that that run, I might have to get the the Boston baked beans just to give them a try again. Yeah. All right, so that'll take us into this week. So coming off of what we had previously talked about uh, a few weeks ago on of some sandwiches, um, I thought, you know, let's go into regular deli sandwiches. So we'll go deli sandwiches, turkey, roast beef, corned beef, or pastrami. Now this could be, everybody can eat these differently. You know, maybe for a turkey, you only eat a turkey Rachel. You know, corned beef, maybe you only do a Reuben. You know, so however you eat it, but... The, it just being the sandwich with these being the, the focus of the sandwich. Who wants to kick us off? I, I don't even know what these meats are. <laughs> I know turkey. <laughs> if I see turkey, I'm going to grab turkey. Uh, everything else is just a mystery. When have I'm you ever had a corned beef sandwich? Or not corned beef. A, a I'm, I'm sure I have. I, uh, uh, if it's on the table, I'm eating it. If I've like had Ruben a deli platter, I'm eating it. Reuben has usually the sauerkraut and the Thousand Island dressing on it. Oh, I never. Not, I haven't had a Reuben. Okay, because that's but like corn. like the deli meat sandwiches. Which one? Which one's brown? Is that the corn or is it roast? They're both brown, probably. Um, roast beef's darker. Roast beef is darker. Beef. Yeah. Mm. Roast beef got more of like a brown grayish. Type yeah, corn beef is kind of like usually has like a pinkish hue to it. Yeah, um, mm -hmm. pastrami has like a peppered uh, coating to it on the outside. Okay. I know I've eaten all these because I'm going to pick up whatever sandwich is in front of me. Uh, but I'm voting off corned beef just because it sounds gross. <laughs> so 
feels good. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I see all of these, I mean, I don't get like the specific sandwich, like you know, the Reuben and the Turkey Rachel and that stuff. I just eat my sandwiches just straight. But yes, uh, and with all of these, uh, roast beef got to go for me. Mm-hmm. I love turkey. I love corned beef, and pastrami is like one of my top tier like deli meats out. And you got that money too. You need to pay that money for that pastrami. <laughs> but yeah, roast beef got to go. I can pass on that altogether. So you get a nice little hot roast beef sandwich, a little deli mustard, a little monster cheese melted on top of that. That's right. Word. Who is, who is hot? Who has time for that? Just pick up the sandwich and eat the shit. You gotta go to like you gotta go to like an actual place like where like they actual deli place sandwich. that do that. Yeah. Mm. That's gonna have to be yeah. a run sometime. That's yeah, if, if, if Quiznos ain't heating the shit up, I'm not gonna <laughs> hot. <laughs> Just slap my shit on the sandwich and let me go. Uh, yeah, we Tell gotta take my you bread. Get the fuck out. <laughs> we gotta take you to get like an actual like right real deli sandwich, like not yeah. not go to the to the store. Not the not the serving platters out of John Eagle with the yeah. mixing no, match. No, <laughs> no. Like, that's all I know. Got to go to JJ spot. Yeah, I went to uh, with JJ. <laughs> he took me to the bagel factory in Squirrel Hill the other day. Man, that's good. My my favorite though is uh like for any for getting a deli sandwich would be Smallman Street down the strip. Man, they are so good. Well, let's make that trip. We can have all four. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so actually, for me, if I'm going to like an actual deli spot, a roast beef sandwich, a corned beef sandwich, or a pastrami. I can get any of those. Um, rare that I would get a turkey sandwich from a deli spot. But at the same time, turkey, like whenever I'm buying lunch meat from a deli meat from like the grocery store or something, turkey is pretty much all I buy. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, love turkey. But for me, whenever I'm talking like deli sandwiches, I'm thinking like where I go and actually get. Um, like a Reuben or a hot roast beef or a hot pastrami sandwich, I'm never getting turkey. So just for that, even though I like turkey and everything, a turkey sandwich can go for me on this list because a Reuben is one of my favorite sandwiches. While I don't really enjoy the corned beef just by itself, like a regular sandwich, uh-huh. but as a Reuben, cor- oh, corned beef is delicious as a Reuben. I've never been to a deli. I'm just not realizing that. Yeah. It's gonna have to change. Yeah. It's, it's gonna be life changing. But, but I know, I know, no, I, gonna, I know we're gonna go to this, and he's gonna look at me and go like, "I could debate this shit at home." <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Yes. I could have got this shit in Braddock. <laughs> could have got the order. Yeah, go. I mean, go to yep. a place like Order Street. It is. Oh, Order Street. I thought you said Arby's. I was about to come through my screen. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and and it's different because and I'm gonna, I'm gonna specify this too like if you go and if i say i go to the del like smallman street and i get a hot roast beef sandwich and i eat it there magical if i get that hot roast beef sandwich and then i'm driving it home afterwards not as magical you know because <laughs> it had time to cool you know it, it isn't set perfect you know so if we go somewhere, we're going and we're eating there. Oh. <laughs> you know, we're not we're not giving this some like taking it back somewhere and taking it home. Like we're we're gonna give you the full experience and 
Sounds, sounds good to me. I'm, I'm game. I'm <laughs> All right, guys, let's get into final thoughts. All right, guys, thanks for tuning to episode 98 of the Dumb Marks podcast. As we mentioned earlier, we just keep ticking up there and ticking up there. Uh, tune in, in a couple weeks. We're going to be having our 100th episode and stay tuned as we celebrate our second anniversary shortly. I'll be around the corner before you know it. Um, you can listen to the Dumb Marks podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms. Visit dumbmarkspod.com for all the links and more. Support the show by uh, telling a friend about us and purchasing our merchandise at prowrestlingtees.com slash dumbmarkspod. And you can subscribe to our YouTube and TikTok and our uh, Twitch channels and all our social media at dumbmarkspod. Guys, anything else for final thoughts before we wrap up the show today? Uh, I want to say shout out to my sister for buying me this. She went to Vegas, and this is all I got. Uh, World's okayest brother, huh? World's okayest brother. So I pulled it out the bag, and I was pulling it by the sleeve, and it came out this way, or it came out this way, or whatever way. And I'm sitting there reading it as it goes, and I'm like, it's like World's. I'm like, hold on, what? What? <laughs> oh, okay. It's okay. Where are you going with this? Jesus, brother, what are you doing? Like, why would you do me like this? They say you told us something today, or <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised it wasn't like World's Okayest Uncle or something like that, too. My mind was racing. Like, I, I, I was, <laughs> worlds, worlds. Uh, yada, 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 yada. Worlds games, brother. What? <laughs> and we're cut off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nobody listens to us anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, just have one gaming thing real quick. I didn't put it in the group chat, but um, Sony's thinking about upping the price on the PS5. So from seven forty. Upping. So instead of four ninety nine, talking about possibly going to five ninety nine. And the reason, and the reason for it is because of the semiconductor chips um, shortage. Still, you know, they're losing money on stuff, so they're thinking about upping the price. Just oh, thinking about, just thinking about it. But they didn't deny it either. So we'll see. Because I know uh, the Oculus is also moving up in price. That's guaranteed. So even it already went up. Yeah, yeah. So the Oculus that came out two years ago is moving up a hundred dollars. To, to 500 and wow. the other one is moving up to 600 so it seems like electronics now like you know how when tech gets older tech gets cheaper mm-hmm. now it's like when tech gets older tech is starting to move up in price now everything's going up yeah so again It'll be interesting because sometimes in in technology that whenever instead mm-hmm. of going up in price you know if, if the chip changes they just mm-hmm. discontinue and move mm-hmm. on to a different product too so yeah. So, um, so yeah. So Tony's thinking. There's talks about it. It's not mandatory. Just talks, but they're not denying it either. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just so, already did it. So there's that. They started the trend. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, we're gonna pay eighty dollars for video games. Yep. Oh, there was a whole thing about this week on that, but and that's a separate podcast by itself. <laughs> yeah, there's a big debate about that seventy dollar. You know being the base pay for this generation now. But again, another time. <laughs> where's the where's the PS5 slim at? It doesn't even seem like they're working on this. Because I 
you got to get the first one out first. You got to get the original stuff out first before you even talk about why they talking about the pro before they talk about it. That's what I was going to say. They, I know they've been talking about the, the advanced system, you know, before a slim. It's just like usually you get what PS5 has been out one now, two years. It'll be go. Yeah. It'll be going so, two years. It's like, it's like usually by this point, you, hear, mm-hmm. you hear about the slim. Shit. Yeah. You got, all these like Jason said, yeah you got all these accessories, but you have no consoles. People can't buy accessories if there's nothing to play at all. Unless you got that first, the first joystick that uh, keeps breaking. <laughs> you got to buy a new version. Mm-hmm. And and you did talk about the, the chip shortage, and I know that even in my my work industry, that's been a big problem for a lot of stuff. Um, and that's probably just general why PS5 shortages happen. But I'm really surprised that there isn't more. Um, you know, because the PS5 has the the one that is discompatible and then just digital only. I'm surprised we don't see the digital only one come out more, like more of that being made. Mm. That, that's just an observation, but for me personally, I'm a disc guy. I need the physical yeah. copy. Like, mm. I got that. But there's, but I've been seeing a lot of uh, Xbox Series Xs on the shelf lately. Mm. Like, there's been a lot of those coming in. So Microsoft is doing something that Tony's not doing. Making systems. You're probably making that show. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, that's a. I mean, that that is a big issue in the, in just in the world. Not even just for technology, just in general. Like even talk about car shortages. Just yeah, car, how, mm-hmm. how much cars rely on these chips these days too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They said they got the cars made, but they just sit because they don't got the chips to yeah. fire up the computers. And then you introduce the bundle for the sound. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. How you want? How you want have a bundle and still can't get the regular? The regular yeah. Just to charge you extra money. That's it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because they got the the PS fives that I seen with the uh, Horizon Forbidden West in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're already bundling games together with the system. Which is shocking, which yeah. you really don't see until like midway. Until it's discontinued about leave. Yeah, 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 about the leave. You really don't see that stuff like that. Yeah. I said something's going on. Yeah. But there was a lot of gaming news that happened this week. It's just way too much and too extent to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, just in like real short clip segments. Oh, we had time today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not getting into the we have but one, I mean, but one of the topics overall was gaming is down like okay. completely this year, yeah. and then they was wondering why is gaming down, and for the short of it, like a lot of companies, like their development time, they don't have enough development time to put stuff out, so there's not that many games coming out. That's so why gaming is down. Out. Yeah, then with the you know stuff going on, people's not spending money on gaming. Gaming is like you know an accessory. Yeah. Yeah, you need food and you need gas more than you need video games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I am surprised though. Like I could understand, you know, buying the games and everything. Like I can get that, but that extra gaming's just down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I'm surprised like people aren't taking advantage of what they have or doing other stuff. But maybe they're maybe just with things restrictions being lifted so much this year, maybe that's why people are getting out more than mm-hmm. They said that gamers never went out before. So (laughs) (laughs) they said mainly is new games. People want new games that they keep rehashing, like remakes. 
or remasters of old games that people already bought and people already playing. They want something new and fresh. And then our store, we uh, I just sent back like four hot titles. Well, Madden Madden is due because you know the new ones coming, coming out. But you know, Madden usually stays around too. How long did we have that Aaron Rodgers Madden? We probably still five, got five years. <laughs> we still got it. But like we sent Magic, we sent like uh, Returnal. That's a fairly new game. And two other games, just sent them straight back. Like they pulled them from the shelf. And I think the reason they pulled in was because of the PlayStation Plus services. Okay. Because they're already on the extra. So, you know, why buy the disc when you just could buy it on the service? Yeah. <laughs> why yeah. buy the service when you ain't putting out shit? <laughs> exactly. Or just sell yeah. it from the warehouse when people actually want it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So it's a bigger topic for yeah. discussion yeah. with that. Maybe an after dark. <laughs> anything else mm-hmm. alright uh, we'll wrap things up with a quote of the week and, I, and I'll and i say the quote of the week and I'll explain why this is it to be the man you got to be the man <laughs> <laughs> two weeks in a row one day, one day. <laughs> originality is the fine art of remembering what you hear but forgetting where you heard it um, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure I'm the opposite of that. That I just forget everything that I hear. <laughs> like, like, I saw that this week because I was like, ah, like yeah, that's my memory. Like <laughs> my memory is so terrible anymore. I came up with that. No, I heard it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I can. People can tell me something, and then it's like I swear the next couple of days it's just like, oh yeah, like I was, I was thinking about that, but like no, like that got that completely wrong. Like, didn't remember how they told me it. <laughs> so with that, uh, thanks for tuning in to episode 98 of the Dub Marks podcast. Hopefully next week, uh, Steve will be back on. I know he had, between uh, being sick this week and uh, some stuff going on in his house, probably just didn't have the time this morning, unfortunately, to, to join us. So hopefully we'll be back in full force next Saturday uh, for episode 99 and your normal uh, Saturday morning brunch bunch. So until next time. Back. I need my money. <laughs> <laughs> so until next time, guys, have a great week.